Today's episode is brought to you by our own bonus episode. Download the best-selling Maddox vs. the Universe from iTunes, Amazon, or madcastmedia.com. You're listening to the Madcast Media Network. Madcastmedia.com Welcome to the best debate in the universe. Every debate in the universe from New Year's predictions to Humphrey versus Nixon. Number one million downloads. I'm your host, Maddox. With me is Mikey, the audio engineer. Hello. And joining me, as always, my distinguished, bottom commanding lieutenant moderator, Rucka Rucka Ali. What up, you guys? Welcome to the show. And please welcome my distinguished guests, Christina and Stephanie, better known as TNA from the TNA Talk Sex Show. Welcome, guys. Hello. Welcome to the show. So I met Christina Mm. on New Year's Eve, actually. Yes. And uh, Stephanie, you were at a different party. The married people party. There was a, there were a lot of married people at this party. <laughs> I you was know. not. No, you were not. <laughs> yeah, but, she got in trouble for flirting with the men. Ah, no. Yeah. So <laughs> so we're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about, because your podcast is all about sex and relationships. Yeah. Is that correct? Intimacy. Yeah. Now, before the show started, we I asked you if you could, if there was a tell for women who were jealous. And is there? Do you think that there is? Because oh. you, you can kind of sense it, right? So I feel show. like I'm hypersensitive to picking up on jealous yeah i feel but, like you but there's are no I, I don't know if there's a visual cue it's just a yeah. but does it matter i mean do you you know do you alter do you kind of go okay i'm gonna back away well so what you, what we're huh. experiencing here is a little <laughs> glimpse of your show you talk about these type of topics on your show uh, yeah yeah t t it's t-a talk sex tna tna yeah okay. tna like the and symbol tna like TNA. tits and ass yeah but the, web, the, but the website is tatalksex.com. Right. Yeah, yes. you're going to find it. Yeah, social media, TA Talk Sex. Now, you talk about a lot of fascinating topics on the show because one of them we talked about uh, just before the show started today was guys who were into wearing panties. <laughs> what, now, where does that fetish come from? <laughs> well, uh, I don't well, know yeah. exactly. We can tell you what Being our experience the god is. Of At a little fetishes. above their pay grade, maybe, uh, Maddox? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> where does it come what? from? Well, in my lifelong study... nothing's above my pay grade (laughs) but but yes i'm not i can't say i'm the god of fetishes but uh go ahead no i just have i just have only i I just have experience with a with someone who wanted to try wearing them um and And? then we had a listener write in uh, uh, asking us what we thought about it you know and so we get you know gave him some tips on how to approach his wife and you know that kind of stuff it was very yeah how to handle it and also you know is it weird and it's like no i mean you know give it a go if that's what you want to do i think you know i think we're very open-minded in that sense i mean where it came from we had a show with dylan brody where he talked about the origins of his fetish and we and we did get into that detail and Which, he's into wearing panties. No, he's into uh, he's he has a fetish for handicapped women. Oh, or like women who yeah. have lost limbs are injured. Oh, that's a very specific. Fetish. It is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah very. Very. And, and <laughs> did you even know that was a thing? It is. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. But uh, but we were talking about yeah, like the the origins of it, and is it a memory? Yeah. You know, is it is it yeah. a memory that happens to you in your youth, and that's sort of that first experience that makes you like, you know, want to suck someone's toes. Yeah, <laughs> shrimping. Please, we, we we like to call it what it is. It's shrimping. Is right? it called shrimping? It's called shrimping. Did oh, you guys really? not know that? Yeah, no. it's called shrimping. Oh no. yeah. Uh, I actually, what we're I'm going to do a show about it in February, actually, but it, all about the foot fetish thing because I think it's actually quite 
intuitive and normal and and shouldn't be called a fetish. I mm. think to worship the feet is healthy. Really? Okay, yes. weird. Worship my feet, <laughs> man. Worship them. No, nope. <laughs> nope. weird. Um, it's very, very, very common, though. I'm looking yeah. for men to be really suckers. into feet. Well, okay. So, Christine, you heard it here first. Madcast Media Network. Christine is looking for toe suckers. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Good luck finding one of those. <laughs> They're everywhere. They are everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I... A while ago, I made this video about uh, sexuality and why people were turned on. Some people are are turned on by feet and hands. Uh, hands is less common. I feel like feet is definitely more common, right? Like sexually aroused, sexually aroused. turned on or yes. attracted by? Okay. Aroused. They're okay. aroused by the, the imagery of feet and hands that turns them on. With women, I found it's been hands, but with guys, it's been feet. And the only explanation I could find that kind of uh, explained this phenomenon is that the area in, in your brain that is uh, that reacts to arousal is next to the area of your brain that recognizes feet and hands. And so there may be some... Mm. But it's, it's still interesting that it's so gender-oriented. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm, I'm a hands person. Like, it doesn't oh, arouse me, but it's probably the first thing I look at on men. All right, Stephanie, give me... A, I'm sure I'm <laughs> stepping my hands here. All right, give me, a ra- give me a rating here. A rating. Yeah, pretty good hands, oh, wait, wait, right? Wait, 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 wait. Rate them. Honestly, Stephanie, rate it honestly. Okay, hold on. Maddox can handle it. She's holding my hand. Stephanie's holding my hand. Okay, what do you okay. think of these hands? Uh-huh. If, if you had to say out of five, that's like uh, a six, right? Out of five? Yeah. <laughs> Why uh, are we doing out of ten? Th- okay, out of five? No, I would say uh, a four, yeah. A four? Wow. <laughs> I'll take it. And, and and by the way, incorrect. It's a six out of five is the answer. They are. They do it's look healthy. Like, yeah, they, I have healthy hands. Yeah, but I, I put it in relation to the whole, like, I don't know what's going on in my brain, but I'm, like, getting all kinds of information about, like, yeah, what it's kind called of you're going to be. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Some be, hair like, coming down know. on the hand, sort of, mm-hmm. you know, virile man. Now, this is, now, I have I have hair on my knuckles, and, and uh, what these That's ladies intense. don't know. This is this is actually back hair that is growing on my knuckles right here. <laughs> that is that is a, that is a so lot of hot. Yeah, you know what's you. funny though? It's not. I'm not like turned off by the hair. Is that on the hands? Yeah. No, I didn't. It was not. I, I didn't. It didn't make you in. go. Ah. No. All right, guys. Today, uh, moving on. We've got a recap of last week's debate results, which we made predictions about 2017. We've got voicemail, and later in the show, we'll be covering the debate: Is cheating a deal breaker? Big big topic. Then we'll round out the show with some headlines. But I've got some comments from Facebook first. Uh, some people have some comments on the website. This is from Thomas Costello. He says, a bunch of people probably already pointed this out, but Eva Gabor was the one on Green Acres. Zsa, Zsa Gabor was Eva's sister. Zsa, Zsa Gabor passed away in 2016. We mentioned it. That was a correction. And one of the hallmarks, I think, of legitimate news versus fake news is that legitimate news publishes retractions and corrections. Like I just did that's right, me. Smart. Is somebody getting fired for that? No, so no one got fired. Oh, no one got fired. So there's we, no consequences. There but, is consequences. Oh. I got another comment here from Alfred Patrick Panzer. He says James Joyce wrote Ulysses, one of the most famous books ever written. James Joyce. No one knew who James Joyce was on last week's episode, and I'm an author. I write books. Here's the thing: one of the most famous books ever written. Have you guys ever heard of this? The Alphabet of Manliness. Huh? <laughs> Have you heard of that book? Smart. That's a good book. What? I'd like to say something. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> James ahead. Joyce yeah. has an incredible erotic letters he wrote to his girlfriend at the time. Really? Yeah, and um and a guy I was dating sent them to me once and they're they're like raunchy and naughty. They're really fun. Do a little Google search James Joyce like love letter like sex letters. 
hot stuff. Now, are they old timey or are they hot today? Like, would you be able to copy and paste some of James Joyce's writing to a girl today on Snapchat or I think Tinder? It's gonna, yes. I think it's going to work a thousand times better than any modern verbiage. Well, no, it's not here. super yes. florid. No, he's no talking about like one of the uh, the dirtiest is smelling her farts. Like he's what? He is like, <laughs> no. Yes, he's like I like it, lust like, you so badly. I want to smell your farts. Like, like I want to fuck you. Sixty whatever. Oh yeah, it's they're oh, wild. They're exciting and wild. And I love <laughs> you. So, I'm so into you. I want to smell your farts. Check it out. I don't know what Can't I would do. wait. Said that yeah. to me. Post it on our Facebook. We'll, my we'll my dear, it. on this seventh day of January, I'm thinking of you and I want to smell your farts. I'm just, I'm so <laughs> <laughs> sounds real. Sounds real romantic, ladies. All right, James Joyce. I'm gonna give him a. a he was a he fail. was raunchy and a good what? Not a. Fa- I was like, damn, that guy's dirty. Mm, yeah. Like he's gonna do you right. You know you, what I mean? You would sext James Joyce. Yeah. Anyway, guys, moving on. Uh, last week the debate was predictions for 2017, and Rucka and I both brought in our predictions. And Rucka's main prediction was that I would fall in love mm-hmm. with Donald Trump. Is that, isn't <laughs> oh. that correct? Yeah. yeah. That's... Okay. And why? And why? Let's see. Have a recap. Why do you think that? Because he's very good at manipulating the media, mm-hmm. and the media is very good at manipulating you. Okay, that's incorrect. <laughs> and my, I had, I had several predictions. Uh, some of them were celebrity deaths. One was Mel Brooks. I thought Mel Brooks would die. Would be next to go. He's going in 2017. Bold, bold prediction. Well, it is a bold he, he's prediction. He's only Rucka. 98. Most most of us live till 120. Yeah, I mean, I have to say, if you say it every year, eventually you're going to get it right. Yeah, well, this Probably is the, the only year I've years. said it. This is the only, <laughs> only, year, I've only said it. year he's made that. If, okay. it, if it's not correct in this in this year, you won't bring it's it never up gonna, again. No, it's never going to happen. Okay. Right. <laughs> it's going to live forever. Into the horizon. And another prediction I made is that liberals would become gun supporters. Oh. Uh-huh. I think so. What? I think so. It's a it's a Because they don't want like their rights taken the... away and now they're afraid of Trump. Yeah, to more or less. Themselves from the crazies. Yeah, more or less. I think hmm. so. Well, guys, the audience voted with an 84% margin that Rucka's predictions would become true. Yeah. Ooh. Wow. What? Whatever, Rucka. What do you mean? <laughs> you heard me. The people have spoken. Oh, let me guess. The Electoral College needs to step in now and hand it over to you. Well said. I agree, Rucka. <laughs> I'm on his side. Yeah. We're the Electoral College. Let's take a vote. Yeah. You, so, so oh, yeah. We are the Electoral College. <laughs> well, that's that, yeah, an accurate representation of the California population, clearly. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not going to happen. And then the other question I asked was, should the moderator in training be promoted? Guys, last week we had a moderator in training and... By a 62% margin, they voted no. Oh. I'm sorry. Brad, the moderator in training, was not promoted. We're going to have him back on because the moderator in training program is what we do here at Madcast Media Network. As a, it's, it's our internship. And it's not paid. Uh, and it's not unpaid. They pay us. All right, hmm. so so the moderators who want to become a moderator on the show, and that's why Rucka got a promotion last week. Uh-huh. He went from bottom commanding lieutenant moderator to distinguished bottom commanding lieutenant moderator. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's, that's quite why. A move. That's why. Are yeah, you a bottom quite commander? A yeah. yeah I'm, what does that work? I'm bottom not sure. commander. Well, all I heard in that was bottom commanding, and I was like, "Are you commanding like, bottom? bottom like butt? Yeah, I like just a, heard like, bottom. It was kind of erotic to me. It is erotic. Yeah, I yeah, felt a right. little bottom commander. Intrigued. I like that title. Rucka. Yeah, be proud. You want it? Ooh. <laughs> you can't just give it away. You know what, Rucka? Strike that. I'm striking. Distinguished. You're demoted. What? Instant demotion. Just like that. Just like that. You're wow. back to, to to bottom commanding lieutenant moderator. You're no wow. longer distinguished. This guy's like but Trump. Christina, let's yeah. leave. We're getting him in trouble. <laughs> All right, ladies. Uh, I have some voicemail to play. Oh uh, boy. Listen to this. So a couple episodes ago. 
we had the debate about whether or not Russia is making the U.S. its bitch. Hmm. And the audience went back and forth. I believe that they still are not. The U.S. is in charge. But I got a voicemail. This guy, this guy disagrees. Send us. <laughs> Hello, Medics. How are you? This is your pal Boris from Russia. How are you doing today, my friend? So listen, I'm calling today to yeah. just try and reassure you and your silly little friends that Russia is definitely not making America its bitch. Oh, hey. America, great, strong country with great, strong leader Donald Trump, who elected definitely not with Russian intervention. Okay. We heard there you like is. emails, so we got you some, but only Hillary Clinton's. Oh. No, seriously, Trump was good choice and entirely your choice and definitely have nothing to do with emails which were lit that Russia have nothing to do with at all. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Lately, Boris. we've been getting a yeah. lot of flack in Russia for jailing rock roll band Pussy Riot. But here's the thing. In Russia, pussy is illegal, rioting illegal, rock roll, very illegal. <laughs> Funny enough, invading country like Ukraine, not illegal. How do you like oh. that? In closing, glorious manly leader of the real free world, Vladimir Putin, definitely not baiting United States of America into a Twitter-based arms race. That would be crazy. That yeah. would be absolutely nuts. Because America's greatest country in the world, greatest country in the whole world, oh, definitely yes, and definitely not becoming Russia's bitch. Anyway, happy new year, motherfucker. Nazdorovia, bitches. Okay, Boris thank you, out. Boris. Mm. Thanks for nothing. Why do I feel like playing Tetris now? <laughs> <laughs> I got another one. Uh, this is about my prediction. Listen to this. Hello, Maddox. This is Mel Brooks. Oh, Mel Brooks. And that's the microwave in the background. Anyway, I just wanted to let you know, I have absolutely no intentions of dying in 2017. Wrong. In fact, I plan on living... Another 350 years. I've got the chutzpah for it. Anyway, raka raka Ali. What yeah. up, my schwarzer? Keep up the good yeah. work, you guys. Uh, the raka guy deserves a promotion. But uh, don't don't pay him anymore. you got to keep the shackles for yourself. Yeah. Anyway, you guys take care. All right, that's Mel, Mel Brooks calling wow. in. Mel. What yeah, an honor. He, he listens to the show. He subscribes. Sure. Mm -hmm. yeah, he's, a, he's a big listener. He's a big fan of the show. Maybe if you guys, you know, you get to this level, you'll get Mel Brooks calling into your show. We'll I see. can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have callers into your show, by the I way? I can't wait to no. give Mel sex advice. We don't have callers. We have social media and email and stuff mm -hmm. like that. How, okay. I have a question for you. Yeah. Impromptu. How old is too old to have a boner? What? Oh, no, Jesus, dude! There's you keep no, at, you first. Can't, you can't be too old. No, I'm. I'm. I'm saying what? Like why? That's a stupid question. You can't be too old to have a boner. Or like, yeah, that was a stupid question, Matt. Correct. I was. I know it's a stupid question. I was testing you guys. There's no age that's too old to have a boner. <laughs> no, but I think maybe the question is, who are you getting the boner for? Like, I. I was that. talking with a girl who said that like her old Uber driver was yeah. uh like hit on her and was like, wow, you're really sexy. Da -da -da. And she was in high school and she you know gave him the riot act and was like, excuse me. Does he know wow. that she was Turn around and drive. Like, that's why I'm in the car with you. I don't know, but... Yeah. Yeah, well, okay, so you shouldn't have... Gonna... Okay, we agree, we So agree maybe don't that. direct your boner at underage girls Definitely when you're 98. <laughs> Never. Or any any anytime. Uh, here's here's another voicemail. I think this one's for uh, Rucka. And Rucka, you got your ass lit hmm. uh, in the voicemail for shitting on Mr. Rogers. Listen to this guy. Oh, come on. Hey, Maddox. Fucking Rucka. Rucka doesn't like Mr. Rogers, and he's hating on Mr. Rogers. Rucka, I'll, I'll kick your fucking ass myself for uh, bashing Mr. Rogers, man. That's 
you don't do that, dude. You just you just don't do that. Yeah. Not cool. How Not did cool I? At all. How did it? You were shitting all over it. You called him a cunt. No, he said I can't. I'm like, then how did I? Oh. What? Oh, wow. He's oh, saying like it's impossible. Like, shut the fuck like, up. Forward, Nobody even... fucking likes Mr. Rogers. I guarantee a thousand out of a billion people. Wait, that's actually not very many. A thousand out of a thousand people would not watch Mr. Rogers by choice. It's all a bunch of kids who, like, in the 90s had nothing they could change the channel to because there was nothing else on. Okay. Incredible. Um, oh, my God. I love that how, how, like, that burly, burly dude was, like, defending Mr. Rogers. It was really right. sweet. This yeah. guy, like, what happened to manliness? They need to get a copy <laughs> of your book. Yeah, There's... Mr. Rogers was manly, okay? Because he, embo- he embodied virtues of masculinity. Like what? Like making a sandwich. He makes a good sandwich. What? Yeah. You, you named the one like stereotypical womanly thing as a as a manly thing. What the fuck? Virtues. I, as a, that's a virtue? That's a virtue. Make a good fucking sandwich. Look, I here's what I think man is manly, thing. right? That's a man thing. Yeah, you, it's a man thing. You take what women do and then you do it better. Like wear panties? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, wear women's panties. Wow. Mr. You're definitely panties. a Mr. Rogers uh, viewer. I'll, I'll give you that. Thank you. Manly as fuck. Here's another one. This guy has a prediction. Listen to this. My prediction for 2017, which is that another Beatle will die. So either Paul McCartney or Ringo Starr is going to die this year. And I'm leaning towards Paul, but if Ringo dies, I would not be too surprised. Um, But yeah, Paul McCartney or Ringo Starr. Paul McCartney or Ringo Starr. I would prefer Paul before Ringo. Ringo invests in film. (laughs) Selfishly motivated. Uh, Yeah, I like to make movies. I like movies. Oh, so Ringo's Ringo's a movie star. What does he do? What no, do you he make like he, you know he's like a producer. I didn't know that. What does yeah, he I know. What does he's, he produce? He's got a really like diverse portfolio of life experiences. I don't wow. know. Yeah, he's done a lot of. He he invested in some of um, who's the uh, John? J- help me, John Cleese. He he invested in some. Of his stuff. Oh, John Cleese. Okay, the uh, the old Monty Python guy. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, we all know John Cleese. We don't know James yeah. Joyce on Thanks this show. Thanks to Ringo Starr. <laughs> yeah. Here's, uh, here's another one. I think this is for you as well, Rucka. Hey, um, I just wanted to say that, you know, in the past, you know, I, I've, I've made jokes about Rucka, you know, but I, I respect him. Um, that is, I respected him until he started saying shit about Mr. Rogers. Fuck you, Rucka, because, okay... Learning, when I was like a small child, learning how fucking stoplights were made, that shit was, that shit blew my fucking mind. Holy yeah. shit, Aww. that show was good, Rucka. And you, you can't appreciate television. You can't appreciate art. All you make are these racist parodies. It's <laughs> alt-right bullshit. Um, I don't know. I like you on the podcast, though. Keep up the good work. And, uh, Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> the truth like, comes out. Like, it is reasonable. Right. Yeah. Look, I don't even remember Mr. Rogers going to the fucking factory. I just remember him standing there in his gumpy sweater just <laughs> telling the viewer, there's nobody in the world who's just like you. All right? And what what did that do for uh, this fucking say. generation? That's all you took from Mr. Rogers. Yeah, that's all that- I remember. All right? And I still right. don't fucking want to see how shit is made. You know, I went to uh, this airplane factory in, in Seattle, this giant, I saw this giant fucking airplane the size of like a thousand fucking planets. I was fucking bored, all right? I went to the uh, rock and roll, whatever museum, the cultural museum, saw like old Star Trek a- artifacts. Somebody's imagination fucking created Star Trek. Oh, you mean so somebody's imagination like, uh, I don't know, uh, the land of make-believe? Yeah. Yeah. 
That's yeah. where Mr. Roger took all his viewers every single episode. No, he didn't. Yes, he, he just did. showed them how fucking shit look. I mean, On if that's trolley. what you're into, good. Like, yeah. fucking somebody needs to definitely build light bulbs and airplanes. I'm not shitting on it. It's just not my thing. I like shit that takes some creativity, like fucking um, like something with a plot, namely everything else on TV. Yeah, I, thank you. I love, I love Star Trek. Okay, I you look, That's all. So, Rucka, speaking of plots. See, uh, the ladies got, agree. Well, that's, well, well, I didn't. I never watched Mr. They, Rogers. They hate Mr. Rogers. I love Mr. Rogers. I didn't watch Thank it at you, all. Stephanie. Actually, I do love Mr. Rogers. I didn't. Uh, my early years of like, my mom didn't have a TV for us. We watched an MC Hammer videotape. That was <laughs> yeah. all we had was a videotape <laughs> of MC Hammer. Wow. And uh, Rumpelstiltskin. Spe- uh, speaking of uh, of plots, though, Rucka, we did get uh, we did get a comment from someone who who uh, about the Planet of the Apes thing. Now you, uh-huh. yeah, what what was what was it you were trying to explain last last week? Right. So like there was that black hole where like uh, they went in, yeah, and then they come out on the other side, right? But it like reverses the order which they went in. So like uh, first Mark Wahlberg lands. But really, the big spaceship had landed there a long oh, time ago because yep. they left after him. And the, the monkeys threw a riot. They took over that planet. Then he lands. And then at the very end, the little chimpanzee that they had sent in first lands there at the okay. end. So that's on it. the A planet. Meanwhile, yeah. Wahlberg went back up through the black hole to get back to Earth, right? Yeah. He left the one evil monkey locked up in the spaceship. Yeah. Turns out that monkey figured out how to maneuver the spaceship and took it back up into the black hole, brought it to Earth, landed on Earth way before Mark Wahlberg would return. And he took over the, you know, he inspired a revolution amongst the monkeys. Yeah. And they took over. Okay. And then Mark Wahlberg lands and, oh, look, Abraham Lincoln is now sitting (laughs) in uh, Washington. So, no, it's not that they, the monkeys developed the same culture and the same police uniforms and the same technology. No, this was Earth, but the monkeys took over. Okay. And everyone talks about Interstellar. Like, this movie was way ahead of its time. Like, what an amazing movie. I agree. I'm actually a huge Planet of the Apes fan. Oh. uh, Way over Star Wars. Just going to say it. Mm -hmm. And uh, as a kid, I also, I watched all the Planet of the Apes movies, and I'm I'm a huge fan of the originals. It's brilliant. I feel like that's like the Star Trek parallel, you know, of like, everyone's into Star Wars, but I think that's an ignorant choice. Planet of the Apes is like DuckTales for space. You know what I mean? Because like Ducktales is the alternate universe with every, where everyone's a duck, except this one's like, oh, uh, Luke is a, a monkey and wow. Princess Leia is That's a monkey. So deep and Chewbacca. Yeah, it is deep. Do you hate cry. Planet of the Apes, Maddox? Because no. you watch it and you're, you're not sure which side you're rooting for. Okay, not funny at all. Not funny. Rooting for the apes. All right, here's here's another one. I actually had to pause the podcast to call you guys and tell you that in a million years I've never heard people debate so angrily over Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. <laughs> that was awesome. Keep that. Hey. So they thought we had a really angry debate about Mr. Rogers last episode. They, they, I, we, we got really into it. It seems like it. It's the most worked up I think we've ever gotten on this show. Yeah, you fucking like him, and yeah, you, you like the fact that like he spoke to Congress about the importance of... Uh, VCRs because it would allow parents to tape his god-awful show and play it for their children in the future. Like, what kind of fucking narcissist gets up in front of Congress and says, my fucking piece of shit show is so important that you need to, like, uh, keep VCRs legal so that, like, people can force their kids to watch my show when it's not live on TV? Yeah, it's not a piece of shit show, Rucka. And he's, his show was educational. It taught kids how... how Stoplights were made. Didn't you hear that guy's mind was blown? It didn't teach you who James Joyce is, apparently. Yeah, who cares? He's apparently just a fart sniffer. <laughs> <laughs> cares. Quality Ulysses. of life, a centralist. How about crappy children's artwork? There's a real book. 
<laughs> I got great children's artwork. Uh, give them mostly Fs. Yeah, unlike Mr. Rogers, who give who tells them they're all fantastic. No, I don't think so. I, Mr. Rogers is not. He does not give free passes to kids, Rucka. I think you've mis- you you've mistaken Mr. Rogers for Mr. Pansy. <laughs> uh, here's here's another voicemail. I think this is a question for the ladies. So. Oh. Hey, Maddox. Why don't you reveal your Tinder secret to the ladies and let them judge if it's a good thing, a bad thing, or uh, you're lying? Because we all know you're not getting laid. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, can I just say I'm terrified? <laughs> like that voice. That is, well, that, that voice, voice, ladies, is the famous caller into the show, Weird Matthew McConaughey. Oh, it makes it sense. All makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or some people have tried to rebrand him as uh, Weird James Siegel, but uh, yeah, Weird Matthew McConaughey. So he calls in every week and he leaves us these weird questions. Uh, a while ago, I talked about my Tinder game, which is on point. I have really great Tinder game. Uh oh, okay. Huh, huh. Spill the beans. Look, guys, I don't know. I don't know how to tell you. It's just I'm amazing on Tinder. I just do really well, and I've had a mostly wholly positive experience. Uh, you actually go on dates oh, with yeah, these people. It's, it's not just like pinging back and forth because that no, does not equal success. No, come on. I am not. Please. That's <laughs> wrong. No, I know I do great. I do great on Tinder. I, I have I've had so many great encounters with Tinder uh, and everything from casual dating to hookups. One of them in particular. So here's here's basically one tip I'll, I'll give you guys. Uh, I could do entire episodes on, on Tinder game. Right. But let me tell you. Let me see what you guys think of this. So I found that based on how I wrote my profile, it would attract different types of women. And if I had a picture of myself smiling as my main profile picture, and I just wrote my interests and hobbies and that sort of like the lame stuff, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's no snore button. Christine. How do I? How do I? <laughs> That's the okay, best I can no. do. Okay, go ahead. So you continue. Know, I, what happened? It would still be funny. Please, it'd be, it'd be really funny and witty. But I would. So that would only attract like nice. People, you know, like huh. teachers and lawyers, and uh, huh. you know, uh, people who had like nice jo- p- girls you'd want to bring home to mom. But then, but but what? Like they didn't want to have sex, or ah, what's wrong with nice people? Nothing. Nothing's wrong with them. No, but, but they're it's not the, a little less specific. The, yeah, well, they're not the freaks. Okay, so okay. then I changed my profile to something. I was doing a parody of the classic profile where where guys say, "Oh, I want to, you know, go on long walks on the beach." I said, "I want to go on long walks." through high crime areas and I'm looking for a partner in crime and by crime I mean heroin uh, and 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 I would just come back and talk about heroin so I've never done heroin in my life so that would attract uh, the freaky girls uh-huh. and there was one girl in particular she hit me up and uh, she was uh, German and uh, she this was a crazy experience we went we went to dinner uh, based on this tinder date she showed up really cute red dress and I, I'm, you're always kind of a, a wary on Tinder. People might do the bait and, bait and switch and the catfishing, right? Mm-hmm. We showed up to this place. We grabbed dinner. Uh, and then we grabbed drinks. And long story short, within three hours of meeting her, we <laughs> were hooking up in her car mm. yes, uh, okay. in the parking lot. Yeah. I was thinking maybe some sort of public sex thing. It, I mean, it you was in public. the red dress. Okay. It, was, it was in the parking, parking lot. she was in the red dress. No, I know. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, I just, I'm wearing a red shirt today. Like, uh, uh, no, that's not what I meant. But, <laughs> well, she, Randy, but you, you mentioned you sort of sex. Randy and you're going on the date and, she, you know, she walks okay. in all with flair. And, and well, she, This girl in particular, she was one of those she was one of those attracted to the profile that was about heroin and that sort of thing. So right. she, the first conversation we had was talking about 
uh, burning a freeway, and <laughs> and then we were thinking about all the like if there was a school bus on the freeway that was trapped. Oh yeah, yeah it, like it was very dark. Yeah. Well, well, but disturbing. like there's like an adrenaline side. Like I feel like when you described that, I was like, oh, anyone that has like an urge for adrenaline is going to reply to that. Right. Correct. And I've had so many good, like just good experiences like that. And so uh, you made out in the car. Was there anything else? No, no, no like, we went up. all the way. Oh, oh, did it. Yeah. oh, we were going down. So we, we, we grabbed penetrated dinner. in the car. <laughs> penetrated. That sounds hot. Right? Uh, is that a James me. Joyce word? Seems like it. <laughs> no, it was uh, it was fun. It was a good date. Uh, we, we grabbed dinner, uh, grabbed drinks. And then we're we're going downstairs to the parking garage mm-hmm. and, you know, making out and getting a little handsy. So I grab her butt. And she, she she pushes my hand away and she says no. I said okay. Well, uh, very nice to meet you. Good night. And she goes, I you know not like that. But I was like, okay, it's it, it's great hanging out. Maybe we should do it again sometime. She goes, you should walk me to my car. I said oh, okay. And her car was like two two stalls away. <laughs> so I said okay, I'll walk you to your car. Walked over to the car and she got really handsy. She took she pulled my belt by one finger and so it created a little gap. And she reached down and just grabbed my junk. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this wow. is that's pretty forward. And then and then she whispered in my ear, Do you have a condom? And I'm like, oh my gosh, this crates because wow. it's crazy. Wow. It's gonna happen right now. Yeah. <laughs> Bullshit. Huh. And then it did. And then we got pizza. So you had one. I had one. Yeah. Good job. Thank you. Yeah. Way All to right. be prepared. Yeah. Of course. It's a Tinder date. I got Tinder <laughs> I got Tinder game, guys. I mean, that's <laughs> a tough thing. Do you as men waffle on the like, do I bring the condom or do you just bring it? I mean, I, I would encourage just bringing it. Make sure I it's always just a bring new it. one. Just have it on you, no questions. Yeah. Always be prepared. Why not? Actually, one time, you, thanks to you, Stephanie, I you were like, I've got one and you handed it off to me. <laughs> Send her out the door with condoms. That's yeah. a good friend. It was, yeah. <laughs> she was like, Wait, wait, wait. You're yeah. going over to that person's place. Yeah. And also, guys, we should mention, uh, we so we have Mikey Boltz in the studio. Hey. Mikey. And so Mikey's filling in for Mark. Mark is Mark is out this week. Uh, but we should mention that Mikey was in on the show. We've been on the show twice now, Mikey mm-hmm. Boltz. If you recall, Mikey's audio engineering today, and he did, he did uh, the Stewie impressions from a long time ago. Yes. Also, oh. but not not the one that was calling in the show. No. He, he did the one on YouTube. On YouTube. Yeah. Which yeah. I thought was Mikey. That, that wasn't you, right, Mikey? No. I got that text from you, and I, you, I like you were like, uh, I, I know what you did, and I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, what you did, motherfucker. <laughs> it wasn't me. I know about your shame, I'm Mikey. not going to hate on that person. Nope, nope. It wasn't would you me. say, would, how would you rate his his impression next year? And don't be modest. Well, there's just different kinds of Stewies, you okay. know. So I think through the years, his voice keeps changing. So I think he's just a different era of Stewie. <laughs> oh, early? Would you say he's earlier diplomatic. or later? He just is the one that's dripping with English accent and disdain. Yeah. It's yeah. just <laughs> the way he was doing it. It was like, <laughs> you know, it was like that. It's more Ooga Booga. Yeah. Tell, let me tell you about Ooga Booga. Have you have you ladies heard of Ooga Booga? No. I'll no. no, get out of here. You don't uh-huh. know. You don't know cinema. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on, though. Joining me again this week is my bottom commanding lieutenant moderator, Rucka Rucka Ali. Let's hear his buzzer. And uh, ladies, let's hear right. yours first, Stephanie. We go. That is Stephanie's buzzer. And Christina? <laughs> that is like a, a sail fart. It's a cyber fart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> very sad, very sad fart. <laughs> I've never farted for a, a partner, okay? It's James Joyce, all right? I don't want it to be confused with me and my sound effect. Mm-hmm. We'll I, I was just asking Maddox. I was like, is James Joyce here? Like, why? why <laughs> so have, would you, have you, are you open to farting in a relationship in front of your partner? 
Oh, I am open to that. Okay, Christine is definitely open <laughs> um, to it. Okay. Maybe that's why I got the stale farts. I, <laughs> I mean, I don't actively seek it out, but if it happens, there's no shame. Yeah, I don't... Um, <laughs> Unless it smells really bad. Push for that, no pun intended, but uh, no, I try to... I just be discreet about it, you know? Mm. Yeah. So silent but deadlies. No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was I'll go say. somewhere else, you know? Oh. oh. I'll go oh, wow. somewhere else or excuse me myself or, you know what I mean? I'm not... I feel like it's not very sexy for me to be sitting around farting in front of my partner with no care. So you would go... So here's what I would do. I, I mean, but I don't want to like make myself... Okay, I have some ahead. funny memories of yeah. like, you know, it's like a bonding moment because yeah. you go, you know, you'll have that moment you go, I fart, you know, and, and you yeah, make the face yeah, and I mean, you're like, I think it might smell bad. I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then you're both laughing. It's cute. Well, to me, I, it's not that it's not that it's a turn on for me, but it is, it is, a t- I am more turned on by the girl who does it because to me, she's showing... Comfortable with herself. She's comfortable. Right. Right. She's comfortable with me. She's comfortable with herself. And it signals confidence. And confidence gives me a boner. Ah. Uh, yeah. Confidence is all, it's what it's all about, right? Well, I, yes, but I wouldn't say that I'm not a confident person because I don't fart. It's like, but it's like burping. Like I can, I can like freaking belch or I can just make it quiet and just pass it through. And yeah. I prefer to make it quiet and pass it through. Yeah, there's also, um, I think, thresholds. Like, I remember when my boyfriend wandered into the bathroom and peed in front of me, and I was like, what? Oh, oh okay. Like, we're allowed to. Okay, that's like, cool, cool. Yeah, and now I'm going to pee in front of you, me. you know? Do you, do you believe. Like one person, you know, you create, like, what's okay. Well, of course. Yeah. Do you believe in non sexual. Like, look, I love to pee on things and people. And, and oh. I, I'm just saying this it's a non sexual thing. Uh-huh. But if I'm in the shower with a girl. Mm. I'm going to pee on her. You know, I've, <laughs> I've had a boyfriend like that. He was just fucking playing with me. Yeah. And he started peeing on me. Yeah, that's fucking fun. Pissed, well, no, it pissed me off. Oh, but in the shower. Yeah, in the shower. That's hilarious. In that the shower. I, I was yeah. younger and I took it as like an offense, like a oh. disrespectful hmm. thing. I was probably like 20 something. You know what I get offended by? <laughs> This has happened to me twice. I was like doing the dishes and my and the guys I'm with were like, oh, you're so hot. Like instead of trying to like have sex with me while I'm doing the dishes. And I was like, this is just so like 1950s, like barefoot <laughs> pregnant thing. Like, oh, like get off of me. Yeah, he was, was trying like, to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah, know. That's, that's somehow not- that triggered like that idea of. I don't know. Weird, weird. Uh, oh, yeah. So yeah. what are we? Uh, what part of the show is this? Oh, right. The, the oh, debate. The so the uh-huh. debate this week. Uh, speaking of uh, just, I guess, sex and commitment and relationships, lots of people get in committed relationships for the wrong reasons. Like, for me, every girl falls in love with me because my penis is really good looking. I have a good looking penis. It's a handsome one. It's a hand. That's what oh. it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That helps. Yeah. And I'll, put, I'll post a picture on the website. <laughs> <laughs> Madcastmedia.com. But, uh, you know, when you get into those relationships prematurely, a lot of times people feel trapped. They don't know how to break up. They don't want to break up. Uh, and the passion dies a lot of times, so it leads couples sometimes to one or one or both to cheat and to have an affair. So the debate this week is: Is cheating a deal breaker? That's the big question because a lot of people, a lot of people have experienced this either as the cheater or someone who's been cheated on, and whether or not you come clean, uh, it it. A lot of times depends on the partner on whether or not it's going to be a deal breaker. So, ladies, what what do you think, um, Christina? We'll start with you. What do you think about this? Do you think that cheating is a deal breaker? No, okay. I do not think it's a deal breaker. Christina's Christina thinks it's not a deal breaker. And how about you, Stephanie? No, I don't think it's a deal breaker. Neither of you. Wow. Good. So there can be a debate. Had this can <laughs> be a debate because I am going to argue that it is a deal breaker. 
Oh, Smart. no. Yeah. Party pooper. Yeah, well, we'll see. Party we, farter. Well, <laughs> here's, here's the thing. Whether or not I debate this side of the issue is irrelevant with regards to my actual opinion. Because next week, I will reveal it on the website. And the listener, right now, you can vote on whether or not I truly believe that cheating is a deal breaker. Vote mm-hmm. on madcastmedia.com, but I am going to argue that it is a deal breaker. First, why do you think it's not? Because cheating is, a, a, on a fundamental level, a violation of the trust and commitment that you have made in a relationship. Is it not? Yes. Okay. So how it is, is a it violation. Not, and so why is that not a deal breaker? Uh, it's interesting you use the word violation because I think that... Um, kind of about to get heady betrayal (laughs) it made me think of something like betrayal and i think that people go betrayal is a deal breaker yeah and in fact i think betrayal is a human experience and it's just uh part of the process of of actually bringing you closer together so betrayal is going to happen because it's just your expectation and then someone broke the expectation you had so what if you actually talked about it and like figured out what was at the root cause of it because you know you might do other things that piss each other off too right i mean i had an incident where i packed my boyfriend's ski pants because i couldn't find mine and i was like he doesn't need them and i flew to utah and then he called me and he's like where the fuck are my ski pants? And I got, and I said, Oh, I brought them because I couldn't find mine. And then he got enraged because apparently he was going skiing that weekend. And I forgot. Anyway. So that was like a betrayal moment. Right. But, it, but it wasn't cheating. Right. No, it was not cheating. <laughs> I will give you that. But, but it enraged him like I had cheated. Right. So my point is there are different, <laughs> different things that make people angry in a relationship. And if one of them is, uh, what, it, and cheating as in sex or, or having a relationship with another person of yeah. equal merit, hmm. I think, I think it's a bigger issue of like, who are you prioritizing? And you're like, Hey, I'm prioritizing you, but I may have cheated oh (laughs) now now why now why did you cheat and let's get at the heart of that and try and resolve it if you don't want your partner to do it again interesting so so you can you it sounds like there is redemption in your mind if someone cheats then they might not cheat again if they promise or what right i love redemption well it can't just be a promise it has to be like why did you do it get to the heart of it and are we cool with like working that out Okay, um, silly. Everything you said is silly. <laughs> uh, these are all d- just bogus, <laughs> so silly, reasonable. silly explanations. Uh, and Stephanie, let's hear let's hear your your side. Let's well, see, let's see if we can uh, give you a little bit more rope here. Well, no, but I, I mean, I'm 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 in the same boat in that like I've been I've never cheated, nor have I been cheated on. But when I did want to have sex with other people, I just came out openly and said I yeah. want to have sex with other people. Me let's too. so let's have an open relationship. Okay, so we yeah. tried that, you know. But mm-hmm. I've also been on, I've been um, like I've. I've been the mistress th- almost like three times. So someone who has been in a committed relationship and then you are the person they I are was cheating the fr- with. Uh, yeah. Okay. And then, um, and I also like, I, I, uh, did central massage for a while. So I spent a lot of time with married men and, and, um, and I feel like I've, it's been a really interesting, uh, insight into what's going on on like a deeper level. Why and people so, cheat. <clears throat> exactly. And, um, and so I feel like cheating is just an indicator that there's something wrong in the way you guys are relating and the dynamic that you have. Um, but that's a starting point to go somewhere else and create a different dynamic that actually works. Interesting. I feel like it can be, it like pulls you to your truth in uh-huh. that like it forces you to look at like you're living life A that is not in alignment with your integrity in some form or fashion. You want something in life and in your relationship that you're not getting and cheating and whatnot can, I feel, um, make you see the other side and what you do want. And anyway, and so facing it 
Yeah, it's a big signal. And being honest with your partner and facing it, it can like put you back in integrity. So Just the beginning of a conversation. That's no, what you're saying. You, right. uh, one uh, yeah. more time. That, che- that, that you cheated. Like, oh, cheated. Let's start the conversation. <laughs> right. Okay. Red flag. All right. More silliness. More <laughs> silliness from the side of the debate. I want to. Okay. Before I, I weigh in and, and demolish your guys' little yeah. uh, house of cards here, Rucka, where do you stand what? on cheating? It's probably a deal breaker. Deal breaker. Okay? I mean, yeah, it's always case by case. Yeah. But betrayal. It is betrayal. Yeah, you just if you can't stop thinking about it. And Mikey, me. how about you? Same. Same. I, I think I could have stuff to say on both sides well it's interesting that you guys are all men and it's like for men it's the deal breaker Mm -hmm. and maybe and for us we're like no 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 we'll 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 talk about it let's talk about it let's talk a bit of a generalization let's hold hands well i'm just we only have this room right now that we're really that's true that is a general it's but it is not a generalization about this room no no it's (laughs) empirical evidence about this room absolutely (laughs) so i have been in relationships where at some point things in the bedroom may have died down and what? Didn't you used to be the fucking alphabet of manliness? What the fuck? You were in a relationship where you weren't pounding her four times a day? <laughs> <laughs> With your handsome fucking penis? Fucking loser, dude. Yeah. Yeah, Rucka. I was fr- uh, uh, four times a day down to ten. I hope ten. you had like ten girls on the side at least. Yeah. Rucka, of course I did. Okay. All right. That's ten. all you had that's to da- say. That's down, from t- that's down from 20. All right. Busted. Yeah. Busted. Now I kind of respect you again. I'm just trying to clear your image because you're you're making yourself look like such a beta cuck. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've only I've only been banging her four times a day. No, but uh, okay, shithead. Uh, back to back to the 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 story though. So if you're in a relationship, right, and and things get to that point, I have been. I, I'm very much in your uh, vein, Christina, which is. I would rather just talk to the girl and just tell her, hey, um, you know, this shit's not working out or I'm interested in having sex with other people. And then you could just have that conversation. You don't have to cheat because cheating is chicken shit. Yeah, smart. Maddox, cheating is chicken shit. That That's a bumper sticker. I think. <laughs> yeah it is you're you're right it is there is chicken shit in it because you For have sure. to speak up like why the fuck didn't you just use your words before you did it yeah um maybe you're in a dynamic where you don't feel you can communicate freely well yeah but still but even that's if that's the case big then problem it, right then it's just you're being a pussy and you need to stand yeah. up and look at your life that's, yeah, that's correct. True. Thank you for making my side of the debate easy, ladies. I just, I'm ex- not saying cheating is right. That's not what I'm debating. So I agree that cheating is like you're, it's crossing it. It's oh, right. Betrayal. But is cheating so, a deal breaker? But is it a deal breaker? Nay, nay, my friend, nay. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, we do not. So you're saying you were in a relationship where you weren't having as much sex as you could have been. And then like is that where was the story? Like, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. What. So you were yearning for it. I Yeah, of course. Uh, there was there was a relationship I was in for a long time. And uh, for over, I don't know, for, for, for years. And near the end, you know, things just weren't working out. It was, my, it was one of my earlier relationships. And I grew up in Utah in a very conservative family, in a very conservative culture. Yeah, blame society. I'm with you. Okay. Well, it's all the environment's fault. It is in the environment's fault, Rock. The only reason we have norms is because of society. It, oh, people don't like eating onions on their fucking burgers in America because they're idiots. But you go to India, it's fucking onions on everything. Because they don't care how they smell over there. <laughs> oh, <Jesus. laughs> ouch, ouch. Who doesn't like onions on their burger? I love Idiot. onions on my burger. What do you mean? Thank it's you. like you fucking turn on the TV. Every McDonald's commercial, there's onions on the burger. I don't like raw onion. Mm-mm, not okay. happening. See, so, there you go. I, I'm so con- like all, all right. So you're so Utah's conservative. How does yeah. this? How did this? What? Where's this going? As, so, as, so this is where I'm going with it. Okay. Uh huh. 
they taught you in conservative cultures and societies yes. that it's one man, one woman, and that's it. That's how you're supposed to be spending the rest of your life. You meet that person, and she's special, and he's special, and you guys just stick it out. And that's why there's such a painkiller epidemic in Utah, because everyone's super depressed. That sounds... Yeah, that sounds <laughs> yeah. That's, what they- that's all it is. <laughs> that's all it is. Yeah. No one's banging. Which, people aren't banging. I, I, part I, of it. I think if people banged more in life, every everything would be better. Yeah. There'd be no ISIS. There'd be no ISIS. It would disappear overnight if those. If those what do you mean? ISIS fucking rapes in in mass. Yeah, they, they don't have. No, but to, they're they raping. Have to rape. But yeah, if they, they wouldn't. That's why they rape. Actually, no. There's this great they can't book. Get laid? Yes, there's this great book called uh, Half the Sky, and it's it's like a Pulitzer Prize winning book with journalists that wrote it about women around the world and the you know inequality, and they talk about how you can look at, for example, Afghanistan, yeah. and how there are whole groups of young men in their twenties who will never touch a woman. I'm talking touch. They will not even touch a woman. I know. Look, I see the horror on your faces. <laughs> exactly. And it, and it's like, and then there's like wealthier old men who can buy like multiple wives. And so they get to like have sex with them and that's it. So we're not even talking about sex. Like we're talking about, you know, so, so I don't, how, how fucked up are you going to be when you don't have like the most basic human need? I mean, when you're young, you touch yourself, you know, like it's, it's natural. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not that their religion is kind of crazy and prevents them from living a happy life, leading them to go crazy and do horrible things to many people. It's just that they're not getting laid. No, well, Rucka. the religion's also saying don't get laid. No, wrong. Huh. You guys, this is like We're fucking Nickelodeon shit again. All right. We're not. <laughs> oh, in so let me get this straight. No, let me, let me get point, this straight. You fuck. Let me get this straight. So when Utah tells you not to have as much sex as you can, that leads everyone to pop painkillers. But when ISIS, um, you know, goes out and does all types of crazy shit. It's not anything to do with their Trigger. society. Okay, who's tri- who's <laughs> triggered? Who got triggered just now? Was that you? I did. Listen, okay, here's. Oh, here's... I thought it was me commenting on him. I thought you guys. Oh, were triggered. You, you got triggered. That was okay. like observation triggered. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Great. Here's the thing. Uh-huh. From culture to culture, from society to society, it changes. There are. You're, you're, you can't say that conservatives as a people are all the same. Utah conservatism is different from Iowa conservatism or Idaho conservatism. It's it's different. But I think we can agree that conservatism in general tra- tends to lead to some pretty fucked up shit when it comes to like conservatism well, I and find it, sex. It encourages no pleasure. Well, okay, that's to different degrees. Uh, to of different course. degrees, sure. But in Utah, it's very conservative. But uh, certain uh, like Kentucky's a, a little bit more lax. I think it's a still a red state, but it's very uh, it's much more lax. But similarly, um, I've been to parts of the Middle East. I've been to Syria. I have family in Aleppo, uh, who's still wow. who's still been living through all this shit. And uh, yeah. I've been to I've been to Turkey. Turkey's a very Islamic country. And yeah, I, yeah, I, I've been there too. Yeah, it's a, it's an Islamic country. But I've also been to Dubai, and the difference between I've been to Dubai. Yeah, okay, I, I, I would love to hear you guys' opinion, because because I feel like Dubai, they're both Muslim countries, and Dubai feels like, it looks like it's a Western culture, because they have huge sky rises, and all of our stores, know, all of our stores, everything there, right? And then Turkey feels a little bit more old school Islamic. However, I felt like Turkey was way more liberal. So liberal. Than, than, than Dubai. Syria. Then Dubai. Wait, what? Yeah, but you know what freaked me out? I tried to show a friend a video in Turkey. I was like, oh, it's really funny. Is that TV show Extras? You know, yeah. and it's the one, I think it was like the prophylactic episode where he, um, no, does anyone well, know? What no. Oh, just, 
uh, uh, it's the guy from Harry Potter, the, the Harry Potter actor. Anyway, there's a hilarious episode from extras and I was like, oh, I'm going to show it to you. Oh, and, uh, and then it wouldn't come up because Turkey censors yeah. stuff on YouTube. And I was like, what the fuck yeah. is this? Tur- Turkey used to be a very, like the most free country in the middle, you know, the most free Islamic country, but they've been get they've been getting more religious over the last couple decades. And, yeah. but also like, so there, it's felt more liberal cause it is still relative to most of the. Arab countries, it is more liberal. Dubai has the taller buildings because their oil, um, because they have oil, and the guys in charge there are cashing in big, big time. Right. Yeah. Dude, unfortunately, but no, no, they don't have tall buildings because they're a free society. They have tall buildings because the guys in charge are selling oil to everybody. Well, well sure. They're super insecure. But it goes- <laughs> yeah, they're trying to compensate for something. I'll tell you that. <laughs> it goes to show, though, that uh, culture to culture, it's totally different. Like, for example, female genital mutilation is not universal. In the Middle uh, East, uh, yeah, it's pretty terrible. Uh, What's your point? Yes, there's different levels of conservatism. There are different levels of conservatism. Okay. So anyway, growing up anyway. in Utah, okay. I had this long <laughs> oh, relationship with yeah, where, where like oh. near the end, it became kind of sexless, and I said, you know what, I want to have sex with other other people, and we talked about possibly having an open relationship, and then it got a little bit too weird, and decided, you know what, let's just go our separate ways, and that's that. Uh, that's how that's how that one ended. But I didn't cheat. I feel like I feel like cheating is a betrayal of trust mm, yes. and is a deal breaker because a relationship is built on trust. It's the foundation. Yeah, but I guess I just have compassion because I'm like, I yes. get, like, I understand that it can be really fucking scary to have that conversation, to be like, listen, I, I kind it's- of have these needs or there's something going on or whatnot. And most people uh, clearly don't have or maybe have not been taught how to have those conversations and those conversations aren't accepted in our society right very well said so that's the issue and uh, well, I was going to say and in our culturally conservative climate where you are told you will be ostracized for being you know separate from the sheep needs, yeah or having those thoughts even you know banish you to hell yeah so are you gonna have that conversation god forbid you're outed right like right so i guess i'm just for yeah reason like, right I, I so i have compassion for okay i get that you didn't you know have the courage to have this conversation with me but like let's have it or whatever but this is why like for me with my partners i i lay that that level of honesty out from the get-go you know like yeah you know that you can we can talk about well, anything or whatever of course and, I do now, but my first relationship, I don't like the word cheater, actually. We can get into the philosophy of that, but uh, but you could call me the cheater. Okay. okay. <laughs> in so, the dynamic. So not, not a cheater, but the cheater in your relationship. So you cheated. Well, so I feel like s- extenuating circumstances, he traveled a lot, <laughs> never, never there. So I like some physical touch. You want the D. Yeah. And I was feeling a little starved. <laughs> Did not have the conversation. Feeling a little peckish. What are you gonna? You're gonna have the conversation over Skype, you know, like the very- not intimate, not warm. Doesn't show him how much I actually care. Yeah. So I was like, great. When he gets back, we'll have the conversation. When I'm not like a rabid dog for the D. Okay, fine, fair, but okay. Well, I'm not saying it's fair. I made some bad choices because I should have, you know, whatever. Own up, have the talk. But it was like it's, even now when I talk about, it, I'm like, ugh, hard, yeah. just hard choice. Well, look, you make mistakes when you're younger. But how old? Like, how long was he gone? Oh, like, was it six months? No. I mean, it wasn't quite military situation, but, you know, I'm being framed now. Was it a weekend? A couple no, no, hours? Like, like, did no. he go to work? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say he's gassing up his car. 
<laughs> no, but like two weeks, two weeks. Two then, weeks. No, no, but uh, let me finish. Two weeks, come back for a weekend where he's jet lagged and tired, uh-huh. leaves again after the weekend. Yeah. So, so I get maybe like one day of good D, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe know? one day of good D. It was, like, right. it was a lifestyle of this. Well, yeah, we were going on, you know, a couple months of that yeah. and uh, yeah. and then it continued. And anyway, so, so definitely. Like, so I think we can all agree travel has a negative impact. <laughs> it's tough. I've been in long distance relationships. It's really tough. Uh, what were you going to say, Stephanie? I don't know. What, okay. Nothing. So, yeah, it's tough. I've been in long distance relationships. And uh, uh, again, if you want, if you have those feelings, if you want that, uh, it's it's better to have that conversation. Now, yeah, I would like to encourage your lovely listeners to have the talk. Yeah. Have the talk. Just be honest. Yeah. Just be honest. Lay it out. We never see each other. What ha- What would happen if I got a little... Rucka well, buzzing. If I, well, you, you know, finish your had a little song. roll in the hay yeah. uh, at a con... You know, met someone... At a con- met someone... Well, you met him on Tinder, but... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bumped into someone at a concert, you know, had a little fun. Thumbs up. Don't worry. I'm still going to be here for our Skype session on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> I've been in. I've. Oh, what were we gonna that add? That says Rucka? reliable. Okay, so yeah, Maddox, you got a million great stories. You've been everywhere and you've seen everything. <laughs> all right, listen. Fuck you. Yeah, we all agree that honesty is important, and you should better to have that conversation before cheating. But Maddox, why is cheating a deal breaker? Cheating is a deal breaker. Isn't that the debate? Yeah, oh, cheating yeah. is a deal breaker because. Well, let me tell you, I grew up in Utah. Fuck where, you. Uh, <laughs> who fucking cares? Like, I, oh, sorry, I'm, I'm relating my points to interesting anecdotes. Oh, wow. It's like the you're a regular Mr. Rogers over here. <laughs> Thank you. Correct. That's a great compliment. Um, no, cheat. look, if cheating isn't a deal breaker, then what is? What do you have to do? Well, that opens up a whole different conversation. Okay. So by default, just like something needs to be a deal breaker. So let's just you make gotta, it cheating. You need yeah. to know that like this is the line and then you get killed. I, da- I dated. I dated. Then we girl. push you off the plank. Well, you have you know, to to the shark ha- infested waters. Did you want to talk? <laughs> <laughs> you have to know, you have to know what your limits and your tolerances are. And I a long time ago decided to sit down and try to chart this out. I tried to figure out what it is exactly that makes me okay with a relationship. Because look, no relationship is ever going to be great all the time and no relationship is always going to be bad all the time. You're going to have the ups and the downs. And I and then I decided that there was going, there's got to be a tolerance. So how often is the relationship good over a certain threshold of time? And I decided that threshold should be one month, and that wow. the amount of yeah, and the amount of time that is good about sixty five or seventy percent. So more often than not. But how do you? That's like, a good rate question. That? Can we you... make that? A, is that a, qu- a trivia question? Could for be. our listener. Could be. Yeah, but how do you, how do you, like, 70% is, subje- like, how do you, would you have, like, a, did you create an algorithm for this? Like, um, how do you, <laughs> well, <laughs> you could daily, do daily check-ins, and if it was, you know, a three like, question, you could create it, you certainly, certainly could have an algorithm. What I did is I looked back and reflected on the amount of time I spent that month with the person and how many of those days I remember being good versus how many of those days I remember being bad. I remember uh, in one particular girl What's I a dated, neutral day? A neutral day is just something where... Is it a good day? Um, yeah, neutral, I would say, is fine. Neutral, is, I would say, is fine. Like, you don't necessarily have some amazing event that you did, but you also didn't fight. So those are days that I, th- I feel like are, are okay. What were you going to add, Rucka? What, what does this have to do with cheating being a deal breaker? Well, we're talking about what is a deal breaker. And I'm getting to that. I'm getting to that. So in addition to that, because uh, that is a deal breaker in my mind, if, if the number of days in a month in a 30-day period that you are less happy... Mm-hmm. then happy is greater than 65% or 70%, 
I'm out. That's a deal breaker. Well, can I ask you, I feel like if you notice that a month is happening, maybe then you need to have the conversation, see if the second month improves. Right. There needs and to be if it doesn't, then there's a deal breaker. Here. Well, a month is a rule of thumb, of course. So, mm-hmm. you know, if, if, if the next month, if you had, then you'd look at the year and you say, well, we've had eight amazing months together. And then four of them were kind of shit, as long as they're not consecutive. Uh, mm. Then I'll still consider the relationship and still consider working on it, that sort of thing. So that's a deal breaker to me, unhappiness. Second deal breaker, uh, cheating. Cheating to me is, is a deal breaker. You write it down and it's on it's on my list of things that I think uh, it's a violation of trust. But can I ask you? Yeah. W- would you consider here about the the like how you helped cause the cheating? Like it's just when you say when people say, oh, cheating is a deal breaker. It just sounds to me like it's like, you know, sort of crucifying that the person who was the yeah, person who made the making, error. And it's you, like taking you, not taking any responsibility for your part in it. Did you stop making her come? No, I've never, I've never, never started. <laughs> Fuck you. Don't laugh. Nobody laugh at that. Nobody laugh. Maddox, laugh at this. Okay, why? So your argument, this is a debate, right? Like your yeah. argument for why cheating is a deal breaker is because it's on your list that you made. Yeah, it's yeah, my fucking list. I'm going to defend him here on his list that he evaluated. He made a list of things that yeah. he thought about. Yeah, so that's that's your debate? No, look at, listen. All right. <laughs> yeah. You, cheating is a violation of trust fundamentally. Okay. If you cannot trust that person, what if you? What if okay. you're on? At what least if you what if, oh, okay, wait, can but, I ask something? Can you yeah. not trust that person? That's like, exactly the, that's the crux of the question. Yeah. Can you have trust after a Does, violation has been made? Right. And and what is the level of the violation? So cheat. Okay. So sex with someone means you can't trust. Like what's interesting for me, I don't think I actually think of sex with someone else as the deal breaker of trust. Like there to me, there are other betrayals. Of there trust, are other yeah. things that are more disruptive. Like if you oh my empty my bank account, <laughs> oh, you know, oh, with great. the codes, I yeah. don't know. Yeah, I well, if you are... if, if you empty some guy's dong and you come home, that's a bigger violation of trust to me. You come, you come. Oh, hi, honey, give me a kiss, and then he ki- and he kisses you. First of all, a lot of guys have problems with even kissing a girl after a blowjob. Let alone you come home and you blew some other dude. You're, you're making out in the kitchen. Wow. Doing some dish- some people get turned on. Some people do get turned on. Not if they on. don't know. <laughs> should, should we uh, draw a distinction between like cheating and lying about it, or cheating and immediately like? confessing or oh yeah what about cheating? immediate confession oh. like going out to get sex or just going out and blowing somebody that's like wh- why like why'd you go out and blow somebody <laughs> well, <laughs> you just went reason. out blew some guy and came back home why yeah. Raka, that's a, actually a really good point that was yes, really it good. Is. yeah i think that 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 we do need to draw the distinction between cheating and hiding it versus cheating and confessing now I... somebody yeah i think so why though they're well, both, like because they're both you're you're transgressing a line period for sure you know? Well, I'll tell you why. Because I think in one case, if you cheat and confess, it does show a sign of trust. Now, here's when you can tell you're in a relationship with someone you can trust. Is when they tell you things you don't want to hear. When they tell you things that might hurt you, and you know that they're not trying to hurt you. But they know that what they're saying might hurt you. Now, for example, uh, Christina, I think you said at the top, or maybe Stephanie, you said that you like to be open and... and uh, Explain the boundaries and parameters of your relationship. If you might ever down the line want to hook up with someone outside the relationship, that sort of thing, right? I did something, you know, every relationship is a learning experience. And what I've decided, what I've been doing in, in with every girl I date now is that I tell them at the start of the relationship, I say, look, different girls have different tolerances. I can be as open and honest with you as 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 you want if you can handle it. And what I mean by that is... 
if I see a girl who's attractive, I'm going to notice. And I'm going to, I, I'm going to look. I'm not going to cheat. I mean, I can do anything, but I'm going to notice and I'm going to look. Do you want to know that I'm doing that? Some girls say well, what yes. What do you mean? Do you tell her? Do yeah. you mean, do you mean feel you, like you're at lunch and you're like, wow, that girl's hot? Yeah. Like, and you want to have the freedom to just say it. Just to say it. Well, yeah, that would be my, my question would be, what do you want? Like, what's your natural state of being? Yeah. Is your natural state of being to want to express these things or like, or not? Like, what do you? You know, I, I feel like I feel like if you are at that point in a relationship where you're expressing uh, and you're telling the, your partner these things that they might not want to hear, but it's honest, it communicates that you are a trustworthy person. <laughs> I, I feel like it's fine. Yeah, I feel like it's fine. I feel like it's a it's a I don't know. Good thing. I don't think that like a guy, my partner's, you know, having the that just means that you that just that just shows me that for you it has no weight that you saying that you think a girl is hot doesn't um uh interfere in your relationship with me in any way yeah but that's what it shows me it doesn't do you know, think do you yeah but some girls get angry about that for sure i'm for sure i'm just saying i don't like, think they should i just i just don't feel like judgment. it has anything to do with tr- trust well I, I i absolutely disagree so. i admire pretty girls and handsome men yeah and I, like I sometimes I'm staring. I'm like, how are you not staring? Look at this this hot woman. Like, yeah, I'm not trying to. I don't think I don't actually. I'm pretty hetero. So, but I, I but like I'm I'm like wow, pretty. Well, yeah, no, it's it's a natural. So I look. We are wired. Uh, you two as as um, uh, heterosexual or bisexual, and myself as heterosexual, to feel attracted when you see someone who's attractive. Mm. And I feel like to to deny that we are attracted to people who are beautiful is um, yeah. But we're not talking about that. Like I'm not arguing. Like yes, like yes. So I mean, is that what? That's a different track. But yeah. would you Isn't want it? to know? That's the question. Is would you want to know if your partner felt someone else was attractive? Um, I don't really care. I want to know. I want you to be you. So if if it's important for you to be able to openly have those conversations and share those moments with me when you think that a girl is hot, yeah, I want you to. I want you to share that. I'm secure enough in myself, and I can participate in that with you and be like, yeah, she is hot. Stewie wants to talk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, cheating is a deal breaker because so many things that I would want in the ideal relationship are not deal breakers. Like I want to be at the mall and to and to say like to her who I would consider my best friend if I'm in a serious Aww, relationship yeah. that she's hot, you know, and I want her to be like, you know, joke about someone on TV that she would bang hypothetically. Yeah. Right. right. And I think that's funny. Yeah. So, yeah. But how does it have anything to do with trust. cheating? That's no, but yeah. back to their trust. I don't even want to cheat, but I'm saying cheating to me is a deal breaker because so many things that could walk the line are not. If, yeah. Does that Okay, yeah, you're right. You this know, is had, okay. If we're on the spectrum of like, what is cheating? What is cheating? Yeah, no, I mean, no. Well, I totally agree with you, Maddox. That like, it's like, yeah, people are hot. Humans are attractive, and yeah. I want the freedom to look. I yeah. want you to have the freedom to look. Right. You know, well, you know I want to know that you like. If I'm in a relationship with you, you better be complimenting me too. Oh, exactly. Yeah. I want to know <laughs> you that you be, better be looking here also. Yeah, yeah like if I feel like <laughs> well, but if I feel like I'm getting love and attention, and I feel that security, then I'm not. Then yeah, you can be yeah. like. Yes. Oh, she's hot, yeah. but, and your hands on my ass. I'm like, <laughs> I am really shocked though at what people do qualify as cheating. Like, like cyber relationships um, have been qualified as cheating, or even like having an emotional friendship. You know, like, uh, yeah, people people get really threatened by that. Like, no, like, um, I've had clients talk about what their. Well, I, whatever different all kinds of people in life saying that they've just developed a friendship, like literally just an innocent friendship with someone. And their partner is like super controlling and like well jealous and fearful. Yeah, but here's the thing. So I've had that happen to me though, where like my partner um, 
we had a long distance relationship and um and he 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 and his dentist developed a friendship and she was <laughs> married um and he's with me or whatever but anyway but he's like yeah we're going out for lunch or whatever and she's really great and he would talk to me about her and I'm like so at first sure my little button it was like Look, they just had a connection and I get it. We each have different kinds of connections with other human beings. And I'm not like, yeah, go great. Have this great connection with her. Go have lunch. Great. Come home, you know? Yeah. And, um, but I I did not think of it as emotionally changing at all. In fact, I was grateful that he had this friend in his life. I have creative love matches where I don't want to have sex with them. They're my... I make projects with them and we see eye to eye on a lot of things. You want to make, <laughs> I thought you were going to say you were going to bang, bang the projects that you made. No, well, the you project, went to a pottery the project barn and is, just made a bunch of dimples. Yeah, the project is our baby, you know. The but, project is your baby. Yeah, I mean, you know, Steph and I do this show together. We're like a, a work marriage, you know. Um, but but that is complicated. Like Mike's point that it's your best friend. So do you still feel like your partner's your best friend? And if they are fracturing or like not giving you enough time, yeah. You know, but that's then you go, hey, I'm not getting enough time. That's true. And if you don't want to give me the time, then maybe, you know, deal breaker. Yeah. The de- the dentist, uh, by the, uh, just back to the uh, dentisting for a second, Um, the uh, just the puns that you would have <laughs> with, with like hooking up with a dentist, the drill puns. I know. Oh, who, who's drilling who today? Yeah. Oh, you know? like, uh, yeah, I would <laughs> just not, I wouldn't be able to have a normal sexual sex life yeah. with a dentist because it would just be jokes. You, did you wonder filled. if the dentist, <laughs> yeah, you need that cavity, you need that yeah, did the dentist penetrate you? Never mind. I got an x-ray machine. Over uh, uh-huh. You having so, an oral exam? Yeah. There, there would be so many fantastic uh, dentist, dentist puns, dental puns, but moving on ladies to the other side of the debate. Okay, because I've been letting you guys kind of, uh, you know, dig dig your dig your grave. I would say mm. about this whole cheating <laughs> this whole cheating thing. Now, here's why I think it's a huge deal breaker, because cheating isn't doesn't exist in a bubble. Whatever that person you cheat with has, as far as STDs or STIs go, you might bring home to your partner. So if you bring home an STD by cheating, that is a huge not only a huge violation of trust, that's a violation of ethics. I think. Fundamental ethics. Oh, what do you have to say about that? I see you guys use kinda... a condom. What the hell? I mean, I'm not. I'm not like I'm advocating cheating. I'm just saying that, like, yeah, yes, that's wrong too. I mean, we're not saying yes, cheating is great. Go do it. Uh, I don't know if you. you Again, don't... the question was deal breaker, and also I feel there's a little bit of like a a paranoia. Um, I agree of STDs in America, where like people are wielding the the sword and the conservative Utah. It's a like, shame. It's if, a shame. Yeah, shame sword. tool. Yeah. yeah. If so, if you if someone touches you, you're, you're gonna, gonna get, get the, the dirty. The yeah. Hiv. The yeah. All yeah. The hiv especially right. You're like yeah. ah. Now, if you educate yourself and practice safe sex, maybe everything will be okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know. I a, a great man once said, "If you don't raw dog, I go nah dog." So <laughs> you gotta, you got look. Safe sex is a lot of times boring for people. I think it's boring for people, right? No, I mean, look. I does it feel? Can you feel more without a condom? Yes. Yes. Now, does uh, a condom make it not good? No. <laughs> it's still good. Well, That's what fair. what if the girl wants you to go to go? You know, downtown Charlie Brown. <laughs> You know, go to go to Munchtown. Go to- <laughs> 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 yeah. So if the girl, here's the thing: there's no such thing as safe oral sex, and girl, a lot of girls get off on that. 
right? The wait on you giving. No, you're right. Yeah, because yeah. HPV, this kind HPV, of thing, HPV and that sort of thing. That's how uh, what's his name got Charlie Mingus got lung cancer. What was the guy's name? Not Charlie Mingus. He's a uh, Anthony Hopkins. Charlie Sheen. Anthony Ho- Charlie Sheen. That's <laughs> no, 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 Charlie no, Sheen. It, no, it was HIV. no, it was a. Uh, uh, Oh, what's her name? Michael Douglas. Yes, Michael Douglas. Yeah. I was also yeah. Yeah, I was going to say oh, and Catherine Zeta Jones. But someone husband. else, a woman. Uh, anyway, whatever. What the hell Farrah Fawcett. HPV in his mouth. Yeah, he got in his throat. Oh, I think I knew that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He got throat cancer. It's basically throat cancer that he got just from uh, going to Chowtown. Too I know, much, but you know? come on, don't freak everybody out because because that's that's very rare. Actually, we did a show with on yeah, HPV one with dude. like the leading doctor on HPV, and it's like it, don't freak everybody yeah, out. Yeah, it's not out like our- oh, if you go down on a girl, you're gonna get. Lo- Fucking uh-huh. throat cancer. Was he no. a love uh-huh. doctor? I, I would <laughs> check out our HPV episode. What I want to say is, yes, I mean, look, is there a risk? Yeah, but there's a bigger risk driving in your car every day. Oh, I like sex. That's such a Maddox okay. argument. That is a Maddox argument. I just said that's a good point. Yeah, I like that such a lot. Yeah, Maddox argument. Met his match. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it's also good for you. What about the benefits of the sex? Uh, you mean in a health, in a, health in a cheating benefit? in a cheating no, 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 scenario? It's sex, <laughs> just just sex itself. And I'm I'm wondering if the cheating is, you know, because someone needs to take care of that healthy uh, need. She has a point in the sense. Look, this is turning into a debate of like when is cheating. <laughs> okay yeah you're right which is different from the <laughs> and, I, and I there there are always like i you know whatever i've been around a lot of people who um had some pretty legitimate needs that weren't being met and so yeah i mean so I what if know. what if there is a girl or a guy that you're dating and everything is great everything is fine in the bedroom except there's this this one kink that they're not into uh then yeah. then do you think that cheating is okay in that case where you're going out to get that thing from the, another person uh, who you don't necessarily love and by the way I'm not arguing that this is okay but yeah. if you do that um, I've, I've heard that that can prolong relationships and that there have been arguments made there was a person who wrote a book a long time ago on NPR I think this, uh, this author talked about the case for cheating yeah. and how cheating can sometimes prolong and save relationships because a lot of guys or girls uh, people who are in affairs in relationships and marriages say i love my wife i love my husband i love my kids i love my life right. everything is fine except the sex isn't there or it's not what i want right uh so i get it elsewhere but i don't bring it home and it is this it is what it is it's this thing that i do on the side is yeah. this like the other side of the debate the other right side now? of the debate and did yeah. you earn did you switch over yeah. the sides okay all right <laughs> yeah, just yeah. making sure yeah switching all over the place yeah, just yeah. the way i um, like it so the the cheating a lot of times can uh prolong a relationship so that that would for be sure. an argument for and that it's not a deal breaker but you don't want to know it, it, it still feels like a violation of trust though doesn't it well i think it depends on the rules that you set up you know like i do think that yes like if you're lying here's the thing it gets it gets dicey because I, I, for me personally, uh, I feel like lying about anything does create a rift in the dynamic. And so, and whenever I talk to these guys or whatever, I always advocate to them. I'm like, why don't you just be honest about what you want and what you're not getting? Oh, no, no. And then they are pussies, like I said earlier, and they back down. So I'm not, I, I, that would be the number one choice. Be honest about it and like say, hey, there's this kink thing that I really want to do. Uh, you know, I'm, you go to kink sites and you have a kink person. It's a very, it's a different kind of relationship and, and you have that. But the reality is that most people probably can't, they don't want to know. Like, like in my Mm. open dynamic, I didn't want to know. I like, I don't want to know every time you're going to go you know, make love with a woman. I don't want to have that in my head. So that's the point I was trying to make uh, earlier, Stephanie, is that uh, different women 
I get into relationships with have different tolerances. Sure. So yeah. I, I ask them up front. I say, well, what is your tolerance? What do you, what would you like to know? What do you not want to know? Uh, but so, I would encourage people in the relationship when you come into it with absolutes, right? And you go, if, if, so if you cheat, it's a deal breaker. And we're, let's say we're married. We're married. I'm going to take you for everything you've got because you betrayed me. Yeah. Well, you're not going to tell, are you? <laughs> you're now afraid to tell because, you know, because she's out to, she, he is out to uh, re- avenge you. Um <sighs> Could we come from a more open place? Well, but also like I, I'm you cannot be I think we have such high expectations for our partner to be absolutely everything to us. Yeah. And it's fucking impossible. It's not possible. You Like like, OK, like if you are into a kink or something, it's like, yes, I want you to be my kink God. But I also want you to make deep, deep love to me. But I also want you to help me in the kid. And I also want you to yeah. be this great. Like that's not. And so what in the kids and make a lot of money. So and- one thing, one trend <laughs> right. I've seen is that. And I don't know, I'm, I'm not married and I don't have kids, but but being around all these married people, like what I see in the relationships is, well, at least the ones that are coming to get sensual massages. <laughs> that, that A skewed population. That, uh, definitely, right? And I know I'm getting biased perspectives here, but I do, but it does seem like, you know, people who've been married for like 20 years or whatever, there's this deep, an intimate partnership with their partner that they absolutely they have a, a a whole unit and like fortress with their family that and they're they don't want that to be broken and i right. get that but it's like what do you do what do you do when you have a wife that is absolutely like i'm not having like i just don't like i'm done we had kids and that's it you know when you have yeah. someone who's shut down like that you don't want to they you know like that's a tough situation to be in and if you go and try to talk to that person they're going to freak out because yeah. they 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 come from a culture or a background where no if you if you want to have sex with someone else that means you don't love me that yeah. means you don't respect me that means and it's like no that's not the case right so there's all this brainwashed kind of you know, really thinking skewed belief system stuff going on and and it would take like probably a few lifetimes of therapy and communication to really <laughs> get over it and we don't have that kind of time so what do you do you well, know, you know what, uh, Stephanie? That is the first good argument I've heard <laughs> <laughs> this whole <laughs> this whole time. I, I I think I would agree with that. Uh, if you are in that type of relationship in a situation where you've been committed to someone for twenty years or so, and you have kids and you have this life together, but that for whatever reason you just can't get it or just aren't getting it, you may have to. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Christina. Very delightful that is buzzer. Such a stale fart. <laughs> stale fart thought coming in. <laughs> let's hear that. Let's hear this interjection. But <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I was talking with a man in that dynamic that Stephanie just described, and uh, and he does not actually want to cheat. He doesn't want to go outside of the relationship, but he's deeply frustrated. Yeah. Exactly. So, None of these guys do. Yeah. But so. What are useful things you can do to get her to open up? I know, I know. And there are things you can do. It's like, well, what's the what's the pee in the mattress? That's like, you know, this the fairy tale. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the fairy tale about the pee. I know about peas little... and mattresses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so there's something uh, not quite right that's yeah. keeping her from getting turned on. I agree. So but... find out what it is. Show up with the flowers. Give her a massage. Create some space for her so she's not so into the kids, for whatever. Sure. And there's blah, definitely blah, 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 things blah. that can be done, but there are definitely circumstances. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I, I, I would agree with that. Um, you. But can I also say, yeah. I, or it might be helpful, like, let me share this one experience with um, a guy I was, I, um, it was, he was a client that went personal. So we were, we were having an affair, but 
but what was interesting is like these affairs are always therapy like i feel like a fucking therapist honestly yeah and so like like this one guy he like high level executive super stressed his work was insane and when we first met he had a new like a one-year-old kid Uh and he's like when he when i met him he was just in this sort of panic state of like i don't know what's going on with my life i'm married i have a one-year-old i never thought i'd be in this position i don't know like i'm a dad blah 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 and he was like panicking about like is this what life is you know i'm just gonna live the rest of my life like he was just in an existential sort of crisis yeah and so and then he had another kid and then you know so but there were times when he would call me and he would be like ah fuck this like i you know he's going out to get milk or something he's like fuck this like let's just go and run away and i'm like (laughs) (laughs) wow calm down i'm like you know you whatever so we had these like therapy talks all the time and i'm like just breathe and go home and you take care of the baby and you da 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 you know but i feel like i definitely my presence in his life was sort of a pressure release yeah and it's like do i stand for the fact that he wasn't honest to his wife no do i wish he was yes but it's like like something's gotta give again it's like it's not like it's not like he wants to break that up or whatever but right something's gotta give it's like and it's a temporary thing you know and then it stopped and he whatever you go through phases in life and then he gets used to it and he's used to this new kind of lifestyle and these new roles that he's taken on and he evolves and he's more comfortable and he moves on this is a this is a really interesting debate what a great show. <laughs> I'm just patting myself on the back here. As I do, I always take a, a moment to pat myself on the back in every show. But um, yeah, this is, this is a great show. This is a great debate. I like this a lot. Uh, I'm, I'm curious to hear what the listeners think. Don't forget to vote on the website, guys. I I'm really want to know what, what you guys feel. And if you think that my opinion might be somewhere in the middle, comment below. Okay, I don't want to get a bunch no, of shitty you email. you need to have an opinion. I have an opinion. It needs to be on one side of the vo- of the the vote. Why does it? Because that's what people are voting on. They're voting on what you think. They need to pick one side, so you need to pick one side. And, okay, fine. All right, I'll I'll give us I'll give a majority vote. Okay, I'll tell you my majority. <gasps> what side. is it? Yeah. You'll have to find Drumroll. out next week. Tune in next week, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on, uh, ladies. We've got some quick news headlines from around the web. This one is from Homeboy Trump. He says that uh, only fools. See, a good relationship with Russia is bad. Only fools. This is from Bloomberg. It says, Facing calls to strike back at Russia for President Vladimir Putin's decision to hack the 2016 U.S. election campaign, President-elect Donald Trump instead suggested warmer relations between the two countries. Having a good relationship with Russia is a good thing, not a bad thing. (laughs) That's actually, that's an actual quote. Trump said Saturday in a series of three Twitter posts, Of course, no one has press conferences anymore. It's all fucking Twitter posts. I know. Bernie Sanders already brought a, brought Trump's post, uh, one of his tweets, into Senate to debate it. I saw that. Yeah, he yeah. brought in a huge blow-up of a Trump yeah. tweet. Well, yeah. it's having an impact. I guess. Shut up, Maddox. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a fucking old man. What? Yeah, <laughs> people use the internet. Just fucking read your little news story. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Where'd you get your news from? Oh, nobody buys newspapers anymore. They just go on the internet and print it out. Look. What? I don't have a problem with the internet. My entire fucking life and livelihood has come from the internet. (laughs) But uh, Twitter as a platform is kind of shit because you can only post 140 characters. I don't even bother engaging with people, debating them on Twitter. There's no point. You can't say what you want to say. Without using emojis or other stupid you silly have, bullshit. You have 90 minutes to, 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 to debate on this show and you barely use it. <laughs> oh, Ooh. Ow. Tired Ooh. of the shit. Oh, that Let's one see. hurt me. 
Bottom commanding. You know what? You you might just go to commanding lieutenant yeah, moderator. Yeah, commanding. <laughs> You're just going to bottom oh, lieutenant moderator. Man. Not even commanding. I'm gonna strike commanding. You lost two ranks today. You were you lost distinguished and commanding. You know you're just bottom. You're like the principal in Breakfast Club. Instead of like I got bottom. you for two weeks. You want to make it three weeks? Yeah. All right. Three weeks. Fine. So. <laughs> right. You want to go more? Got yeah. You, you try me. You do fine. No, no more. Okay, we we struck distinguished. We struck commanding. Uh huh. What's next? You're a bottom. I thought moderator. bottom is higher than you're just commanding. bottom. You're, you're the just moderator bottom. bottom. The bottom moderator. You. I'm striking lieutenant too. You're bottom moderator. Good. <laughs> Fine. Moderate that bottom. Moderate yeah. The bottom. Yeah. yeah. You got this, man. Okay, you're still lieutenant. Um. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I wonder if it sort of it makes you think of like the Shakespearean play in twelve in Midsummer Night's Dream with like bottom the. Isn't it bottom the um, donkey, the donkey character? No. Oh, is that the na- the name of it? No, the- James Joyce. No Shakespeare. What no. the fuck is this? <laughs> Where this is are not, we? This is not a well-read room. Apparently, can we fix public school systems already? Yeah. Here's another story. Game wardens killed a deer in front of the family that kept it as a pet. <gasps> Did you guys hear about this? Yeah. What happened? No. Real thing. Yeah. Uh, the name of this deer. It's a feline. Feline. Yeah. The deer's name is Feline. I guess, yeah. The deer's name is Feline. That's a dumb name for... Oh, Failing. Failing. That's a failing so name. Weird. Yeah, Failing. F-A-L-I-N-E. Failing. Prescribing its fate. Feline? Feline? Failing. Anyway, the like Makahi... named Cat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your deer's name? Kitty. <laughs> fucking dumb deer name. Here. That's probably why they shot it. It's a cat name. <laughs> your dumbass animal. Fucking name. Yeah. Your shit deer out of here. <laughs> the... Makahi residence on the morning of December 19th, oh, right before Christmas, ate Aww. three cookies and then left to wander around the outside. By that afternoon, she had fatally and purposely been shot by local authorities while her caretakers watched. <laughs> Failing was a mule deer, but she was a pet, a wild animal, or something in between. That question is at the heart of a dispute between the Makahi family and the wildlife officials in Kansas where they live. To the Makahis, Failing was a tame but free deer. And she did not deserve to die. To wildlife authorities, the deer was a socialized wild animal that could have harmed people and spread disease to other animals. Oh. And then this is uh, this that's, is what they say. That's tough. That's a real conflict. Yeah, you put a bullet in their head. This is. <laughs> <laughs> it says here the wardens had gone to her house, and a third one also arrived. Said Taryn McCahey, who was visiting from Las Vegas and filmed what happened next. In one video, she asks a warden who pets Failing's head, "So you're going to shoot her in the head?" He responds, yeah, I am. It's the most humane way to shut her down to solve this problem. Are you? What? Wow. What? Yeah. Because they actually had this discussion before they actually, like, oh, yeah. the, killed this thing? So the warden was in their living room petting the deer's head. And then she says, so you're going to shoot it in the head? And he's like, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. What the fuck? Well, are, oh, gosh. Yeah. Uh, okay. The question is, though, here's here's the thing. All right. Mm. Let's say you have a pet deer and you named it Cat. Some some stupid shit, right? And the warden comes by. He's like, <clears throat> your deer's name is too stupid. We have to put it down. Uh, <laughs> would you then eat the deer? Yes. Hey, <laughs> Stephanie. Yeah, I would. All I right. Wanted to go to waste. Yeah, I no like, wasting. Like, honor, honor the animal. Honor the animal. Yeah. Would Do you, you know there's there yeah. were uh, tribes in Brazil way back when. Tupinamba, this kind of thing, uh, that felt when they killed you in battle, they would ingest a small piece of you oh to God. honor the passing of the warrior that they had killed. Oh, interesting. Wow. Frankly, I hmm. saw a lot of integrity in that. 
They should they should still make that a the rule. Intention is, yeah. Yeah, the intention is the intention. Yeah, I mean, I hear there's some disease issues uh, affiliated <laughs> with that. So you know, it's I'm not saying I want to do that. Christina, no one's saying that you want to do that. But the the fact that you just said that makes me think that you do want to do that. A little bit. I don't have any warrior to uh, ingest. You know? I mean, if you, if you in the course of battle in the Amazon, if you killed someone, would you eat a little part of them? Like a pinky? I would eat the, sh- I would eat the deer. <laughs> <laughs> I, eat the deer. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you would eat the shit out of them. Yeah. You go to Munchtown. Watch out for that hit, though. Um, I don't, I don't so, I so you would eat a deer named cat. Would you eat a cat named deer? Yes. You would eat your fucking cat. <laughs> yes, because I actually yeah. think that if you eat animals, you should be prepared to eat animals. Uh, Look, yeah, I'm okay like with that. Animals, and like any animal? Like other, other, yeah. Other yeah, actually, like people draw the line at cow. You know you know when that thing happened in Ikea where they found out that there was horse meat inside of it and they all went nuts? Yeah. I was like, frankly, horse meat's high quality protein. Right. I mean, that is, is high yeah. value. I love For eating horses. For a great price. Oh, yeah. Horses, <laughs> the, the, my favorite thing about Lucky horses. Lucky you're getting horse meat. Oh, absolutely. My favorite thing about horses is eating them and then glue and then riding them. Yeah. And, and you would think that, that that last one's not compatible with my view on horses, but it is because I, I love, love riding s- horses. Yeah. I love to sit on things that I don't like. <laughs> no. Right? If I oh, don't no, I like love you. horses. I love horses. I'm not. Oh, you love horses. Oh, yeah. I love eating them. Beautiful. No. no, thanks. Horses are dumb animals. Anyway, um. I think I, I, let's see, let me check this list. Let's see, I congratulated myself. All right, I think that's about it. Ladies, is there anything you'd like to plug before we go? Yeah, so we were talking about how to get uh, women to open up, and um, I actually created a video series on how to give a mind-blowing, amazing central massage because I became a master of it over the time that I was doing it. And um, so it's funny. Uh, It's a comedic, uh, funny, informative video series that's coming out at the end of the month fascinating now, yeah, they can sign up for when right no it's you can either you can go to my website now and and you know you sort of get on the waiting list for it or um but yeah it'll, yeah it'll do be that a, go yeah. get on so the waiting list so that when she is ready to i can let you know when it's up but it's yeah. stephanieallen.com slash massage is where that's at and it's a-l-l-e-n right yes i'll link to it on the website uh but yeah you should check it out now is this geared towards men or women or both 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 but it's an incredible tool for like there's a lot of women who are shut down sexually and this is a great way the thing is like guys are like hey let me give you a sexy massage but we all know you're full of shit and you're just trying to get us in your pants and we're like yeah, eh, whatever but this is a way to do it where it's like it really does teach you the art of it and uh and yeah uh, and make and, it effective and it, it's from my perspective so it is a way to to actually approach women to get them to open up yeah and really but also, like, have an amazing, incredible orgasm. It's a completely different orgasm wow. than you have during sex. Sounds fascinating. Yeah, no, it really does. Pretty delicious. Cat named deer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> your name's cat. Yeah. Um, may I also yes, please. plug my, I mean, well, a couple things. And we're I, out of time. Oh, no. Uh, no that was <laughs> triggered. Triggered. <laughs> um, uh, yes, I have a sketch series called Autocorrect FU, and we take real text conversations effed up by Autocorrect, and uh, we use that as the only dialogue in the scene. So we have all kinds of vulgar jokes where you know we'll be like Amish women sewing, or you know cops, or uh, anyway, we just did some with um, with Trisha Hirschberger, and uh, who's like a YouTube gamer, and Tone Bell, who's a comedian. Um, yeah. yeah wow that's a, that sounds that yeah. actually sounds a lot of fun like they're a, like yeah they're really fun, yeah. they're super short they're all like you know they're each like a minute long so uh yeah check that out autocorrect fu it's on youtube funny or die facebook great you yeah. can find us yeah there. we'll link to it on the website and also uh, j- you know just personally i'm a fan of your 
podcast. Our actual yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was going to say, and now, and now I would like to plug <laughs> which is, our podcast that is weekly. Yeah, which is amazing. It's tatalksex.com, mm-hmm. and I'll link to that as well. Uh, definitely check out the, these ladies' uh, podcasts, uh, and if you guys have any kind of questions about uh, love, relationships, sex advice, anything, they're pros. And <laughs> I, I don't know if we did justice to it on this episode, but uh, listening to their show, they take it very uh, they take it with a uh, an air of uh, seriousness i feel to actually help people who need um you know who may have sexual dysfunction and relationship uh, advice that sort of thing yeah. uh, but it's also still very funny and entertaining you do you guys do a great job thank you. yeah thank you. we'll link to it on the website uh but that wraps up this show if you guys want to leave a voicemail the number is on the website madcastmedia.com that's also the place you go to to vote but thank you again to Stephanie and Christina. Woo! Thank you to Lieutenant Moderator Rucker Ali. Yeah. And Mikey Boltz, oh. audio engineer. Thank you. But most of all, you're welcome. So uh, I was thinking, if Miley Cyrus were way up on the balcony and she's wanting privacy, and she decided to stick a little cheeseburger between the railing and start pissing down. I was like, and if I was down there, I was like, would I be upset? Like, what would I do? How would I feel? And I was like, you know what? I'd probably be okay with it, you know. But then I thought, oh, no. By the time it hits you, it's already cool. It's not even warm anymore. (laughs) So I don't know why, but once you think about getting hit with cold piss, it's way worse than getting hit with warm um, So I'm going to say I wouldn't want that. <laughs> that the best thing I like the way this guy thinks. What the fuck? Yeah. Hey there. Don't forget to subscribe to Madcast Shows on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. Okay, bye. Madcast Media Network. <laughs>